Light that spark fire nation, a JLD here, and welcome to episode 1833 of EO Fire, where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. And if you're ready to master productivity, discipline, and focus in just 100 days, visit themasteryjournal.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Peter Ramsey. Pete, are you prepared to ignite? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Peter dropped out of college to pursue Move'em in 2013 and has built his company to a $3 million valuation. Startups identified Peter as one of the top 20 young entrepreneurs to watch in 2017. Peter, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Dropped out of uni in 2013. And before that, I had kind of taught myself web design. So, um, I've made a bunch of things when I was young, like a teenager. So got involved in the um, the sharing of music and videos that got shut down when that was a craze. Uh, other than that, yeah, Movem's pretty much uh, my first proper company. So Now you're in Brighton. We get to hear some seagulls from time to time in the background. Uh, how's, <laughs> yeah. how's the entrepreneurial scene in your neck of the woods? It's good, yeah. Brighton, it's a lot like London. Um, just not quite as busy but that's that's not such a bad thing it's only it's only kind of an hour outside london anyway so well i hope you consider coming to youpreneur summit in november i think it's actually november 11th and 12th i'm keynoting in london it'll be my first time ever there myself and pat flynn gonna be rocking the stage nice have you ever been before Never been to London. Never been to London. Well, it'll be a it'll be a treat for you. I can't wait. It'll be a blast. <laughs> but Peter, this is about you, my friend. So what I want to talk about is what you consider here in 2017 your current area of expertise. Prop tech, which is uh, property kind of technology. So um, it's mostly you know the way people kind of engage with uh, renting and the like the technology behind that really. So maybe let's get a little more detail. Like, what's a specific example of what that technology might look like? Well, how would you go about renting? I would go to Airbnb and look for a place that goes month to month. Yeah. So it's, you know, how do they get um, stock on that site? How do they know uh, what's available now? And how do you go through the process of of booking? What What's required in terms of like ID and, and how does that bit work? So a lot of the stuff we do is about refining and kind of... Um, making making the whole process more efficient of renting. So there's a lot there that um, I would say I'm most clued up on. Now, what's something that we don't know about prop tech that as entrepreneurs, we probably should? It's incredibly inefficient. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if there are flaws of people uh, phoning, you know, um, phoning tenants to get information, they could get over email, but people are too slow to reply and uh, it's incredibly inefficient. Have you heard of the company Smart Move? I haven't. No, is that is that US based? I think they are US based. That could probably be why, but they're actually a current sponsor of EO Fire. So they're investing heavily um, into this space as well. And it's basically um, more about the um, tenant, not the tenant actually, but the owner screening the tenants and really having that ability to get a good check back of the tenant's financials and past experiences, et cetera, et cetera. So you know, there's definitely a lot of stuff going on in this world, Fire Nation, when it comes to digital entrepreneurs and people realizing that, do I really want to buy a home and have a kind of an anchor attached to my leg for potentially the next 15 to 30 years? Or 
you know, do I want to maybe just rent at a, at a great place, but then gives me this flexibility to move, move, move. And it's like, personally, yeah. I love the latter. I love the idea of the latter. And if I, you know, was in my 20s or 30s and, you know, I wasn't here in Puerto Rico, like that would be something that I would really be looking heavily into. So I kind of want to kind of put that idea out there, Fire Nation, that uh, owning mm. is not the end all be all. What are your thoughts on that, Peter? The UK is very similar to the US and, and everyone wants to own their bit of land, right? That's like the was it American dream, I guess. Um, <laughs> I think it's been what we've been sold by the NAR, the National Association yeah. of Realtors. I think it depends on what you want to do. If you want to get up and move and, and you want to, you know, move around like geographically, renting is a lot easier. But if you're, you know, three kids, two dogs and, and a really heavy job in, maybe, maybe purchasing is the a better move but you know i think that everyone can see that the industry at the moment is super inefficient and you know there are so many companies trying to improve small bits of this and that's because it's so inefficient and everyone's kind of tackling it from a different way and so one of the things we're doing is um you know we're tackling it from a unique perspective but there's there's plenty and uh, have you heard of open door no. they're a us based so open door are awesome they're um they buy houses and then they sell them but in between buying it and selling it, they they do it up and they um, put like keypads on so people can go for viewings twenty four seven and they're they're smashing it at the moment. So that's just an example of like um, people who are improving the efficiency. They're making viewings easier. Fire Nation, you've heard Peter talk about inefficiencies um, already a number of times during this interview, and we're only about six minutes in. And I think that's something key to kind of hone in on because it's so true. There are so many inefficiencies in this world. I mean, definitely in the niche that Peter's talking about, but in this world. And that's really what I want you to pull out of this is there's opportunities where there's inefficiencies. That's arbitrage. That's where you can come in, you know, to like a Toys R Us and buy this toy that's, you know, 90% discounted because it's the day after whatever holiday. And then you can go on eBay and, you know, actually sell it for its full price. Like that's called arbitrage because there's inefficiencies there because, you know, Toys R Us has way too many of these toys and somebody on eBay doesn't have access to Toys R Us is willing to pay full price or more, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, Think about the inefficiencies in your world, Fire Nation. Look for those arbitrages. There's where the opportunities lie. So, Peter, what do you want to add to that? I was going to say, you know, and if just just to add, a, you know, a slightly bigger example, you know, people got incredibly rich in the early days of stock trading, and especially kind of you know high frequency trading, which is effectively like automated stock trading, um, just because there is the inefficiency between the moment you buy and sell, and like there people have they've made you know, billions out of that. And it's still, you can still do it today. If you go on, you know, there are automated like Amazon bots that go and buy items right. when they're lower than average. And I wouldn't recommend that. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. We're not going to go down that road for sure, Peter, but you are right. And I think what's interesting too, is that these opportunities have time limits. They do expire fire nation because when you have Peter, you know, and people like Peter in specific industries that are coming in and making these inefficiencies efficient, then guess what? The opportunity becomes less and less and less. Just like now you have these computers that are buying and selling every millisecond. We can't compete with that. You know, that's just a thing that that's kind of, that door has been closed, but there's other doors that are opening up all the flipping time. Now, Peter, I want to shift where this interview is heading and talk about your journey as an entrepreneur. I mean, you don't get to the place where you're identified by startups as one of the top 20 young entrepreneurs to watch in 2017. You don't build a business that's uh, approaching a $3 million valuation 
Let's talk about your worst entrepreneurial moment because you don't get to where you're at now without having some struggles, some obstacles, some challenges. Take us to the worst of the worst moment business-wise. Tell us that story. I mean, I've had some pretty shocking moments. I think everyone has. Um, but I'd say that the worst for me was we were pitching for investment. So the, the first kind of time we went through it and uh, I'd approach, I'd ended up, I don't even remember how, but I'd end up speaking to a company that specializes in ad technology. So they were, they were delivering adverts to kind of like Google and, and all these sorts of places. And I ended up walking in there with a kind of false sense of confidence and numbers. And this was one of the earliest pitches I did. And um, so, so I walk in and, and as I'm going through the pitch, I realize that I don't understand the difference between users and hits and page views, hmm. right? So, so I've walked into this ad technology company and said, we have something crazy, like half a million active users, um, which they obviously call me out on. And uh, I'm just, I just have to sit there as I get kind of pulled apart and, real, and, you know, become more and more aware that I don't actually know the difference between all these metrics. That was pretty bad. So let's maybe talk about your lesson learned there. I mean, obviously, there is the obvious of know your numbers, know the vocabulary, know the lingo. But let's mm-hmm. dig deeper than that, Pete. Like, what's something that you truly learn from that that you think would be a valuable lesson for Fire Nation to walk away with? You'll meet people that, often sit there and just um, they know you're wrong but they'll sit there and and just kind of nod their head and then you'll also meet people who will 100% call you out on everything and the, the people who call you out are often the more valuable to be around but yeah know your metrics but also just um, kind of be aware that like when you're going into especially pitching you really have to have your stuff together and it's not good enough to to have like unanswered questions so the preparation is like so key and I, I just should have made sure I understood what I was reading because Google Analytics puts stuff together in a way that looks one way but actually it's people use other tools because it's quite poor at kind of translating that so it's just yeah making sure you're clued up on what what it is you're reading and, and you actually understand what you're saying which I didn't understand if I understood the difference between hits and page views I wouldn't have said the things I did. Fire Nation, surround yourself with people who will call you out from time to time. I mean, you don't need yes men and yes women just around there, just all nodding, telling you everything's great, you know, when the house is burning down behind you. Like, you need people who are going to call you on your stuff and make sure that you're going to become a better person, a better entrepreneur, a better business man or woman. So make that happen. Now, Peter, you've had a lot of aha moments. Obviously, you know, your arbitrage with prop tech and stuff like that has been a great idea that you've had. But take us to one of those ideas, a specific idea. Tell us the moment that idea actually hatched in your brain and then walk us through the steps you took to turn that actual idea into success. We had tenants on the site for the first few years who were kind of reading reviews of accommodation and and their landlords and agencies. And then... It was only after a few years we started receiving like daily requests to speak to the landlord and agent. And so what we did is we we went out and we spoke to the users because every month or so we do have these days where we just speak on the phone to them. And over a couple of these like sessions, we, we started realizing that people really wanted like the stock side of things. They really wanted to speak to the agent. They, they weren't happy just looking. They wanted to go through and actually like progress the booking. So 
our aha moment actually progressed over like a period of time. It was um, through speaking to the people that use the site. We kind of had this idea, but, you know, it took a long time to manifest itself, I think. I don't think all these aha moments are always instant. I do think sometimes they take, um, you know, you have like a good example. Do you ever hear of Million Dollar Pixel? Never. Never. It was this guy that had just normal. It's worth looking up. It's like early 2000s, I think. This guy had just a website and he had a million pixels that he sold. And he sold those to just advertising companies for a dollar. And um, that was all it was, was just this board of advertisement. And at the time it worked really well. But, you know, that idea might have come through in a moment. But I think the execution of that idea might have taken a lot longer. So Fire Nation, speaking to your users, like what? Like that's not scalable. That's not leverageable. And don't we as entrepreneurs only want to do things that are scalable and leverageable? No, that's the whole point, especially when you're at the beginning stages of building something. You need to do things that don't scale. You need to have those conversations, those one-on-ones. You know, this is actually pretty relevant to the industry that Peter's in because it was Airbnb founders that went to their first few users' homes in New York City and said, hey, can we take pictures? But that was really a ploy to get into their homes and talk to them about about what they liked about Airbnb, what they didn't like, and they used that to build the future of what Airbnb has become. So have those one-on-one conversations that aren't scalable because you will build scale from what you learn from those conversations. Now, Peter, let's talk about today. You have a lot of things going on right now, but what's the one thing that gets you most excited when you wake up in the morning? What are you fired up about business-wise? So one of the big things like we're doing at the moment is we've, we realized that um, the tenant side of things is is kind of more obvious. So tenants want to learn more about agencies and landlords and, and the area that they're moving to. Like, you know, if I said to you, what's the area you live in, you'd you be able to tell me kind of like the place down the road sure. is it's a good place to drink. But agencies have the same problem. They want to know about tenants. And this, this we kind of stumbled on, again, like an aha moment, we stumbled on this whole inefficiency of the referencing. So long story short, we're, um, we're only kind of, a few months away from launching the world's first, well, the first ever that we can find instant tenant reference, Ooh. which is going to save, it's going to save like two weeks per tenancy. So, you know, it's realistic that when this is out, you could um, apply for a property and be ready to move in kind of two weeks quicker. So we're, yeah, really fired up about that. Exciting stuff, Fire Nation. Again, that happens when you have these conversations with your users, with those first fired up fans. Now we've been dropping value bombs, more coming in the lightning round when we get back from thanking our sponsors. In most parts of the world, winter brings with it rain, snow, and a lot of cool weather. And now is a perfect time to start stocking up on comfy sweaters and long pants to help you stay warm. But what about a great pair of boots? If you're looking for a pair of high-quality boots that are built to last and sold at an honest price, then look no further than Thursday Boot Company. Started back in October 2014, Thursday Boot Company prides itself on making beautiful handcrafted products in the same North American manufacturing facilities as the old brands your parents and grandparents wore. They've been featured in everything from Esquire to GQ and use only the best materials. So this year, get a pair of boots that will last season after season from Thursday Boot Company. Visit thursdayboots.com and use the code free ship today. That's thursdayboots.com code free ship, the number two day. A great pair of boots are just two days away. 
Peter, are you ready to rock the lightning rounds? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? We're kind of told that you should work for a company first to learn what it's like. And especially that you should work and, and kind of earn your stripes in terms of before you break off on your own. And I see all the time people um, people breaking off from companies they've worked in for kind of five years to do their own thing. But I think that held me back because I hadn't worked in these companies before. What's the best advice you've ever received? Probably just, you know, when you're approaching these things, just just be honest. People will call you out. Um, you know, try, don't try and wing your way to like any kind of success. I know people have kind of got famous of saying things like uh, jump and then, you know, work out if you can do it after. And I think that's really good advice for individual cases of can you do this? But I don't think you should be like lying to people to try and get there. So I think just be honest, people are going to call you out, by the way. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I work pretty much every weekend. So I don't really take like a two day off weekend. So I work every weekend, but then I'll um, on the weekends, I'll like structure my day differently. So it doesn't feel like a weekday. So I'll like do a bit of work in the morning and then I'll do something else outside exercise or something. And then in the afternoon, I'll get back on it. But um, definitely like just more hours, just like, you know, they're the hours that most people are just doing nothing. And so I feel like that's where I make a lot of progression. Recommend one internet resource. Growthhackers.com. This community of people that discuss ways to kind of get more users and, um, it's really good. They get people to do AMAs, like famous kind of uh, companies to do sort of ask me anything. Oh, cool. Recommend one book and share why. So something I, I read like really recently was a book called Hooked by uh, Nir Eyal. I think that's how you pronounce his name. But that's basically, it, it really goes into, um, you know, why do you want to go and scroll your Facebook again? And sometimes I'll just be sat or I'll be in a lift and I'll, you know, get Instagram up. But it's like, why do you have that kind of uh, motivation to do that? And often I find myself scrolling and I don't really know why. And this book Hooked <laughs> is like all about how these companies are like manipulating you. And it is crazy. Like, uh absolutely crazy but it, it's just it's just like art the way they managed to do it so professionally i'm gonna know? have to read that I'm, I'm hooked on a few things where i'm just like oh if i open up this tab one more time i swear to god yeah. Pete, yeah let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance the best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye probably over twitter at pete ramsey and a parting piece of guidance i used to well i still do carry like a notebook and i i every day i try and write like an idea down and it's not an idea in terms of to do with moving or what I'm currently doing but just like an idea for a potential new business and I think um, I've definitely got a lot better at like identifying and like progressing these ideas and it just like any other skill like um, you know riding a bike or learning to play an instrument I think you just have to practice so my advice would be even if you're like inside a business even if you're not ready to start your business yet or um, kind of progress with your own thing just be writing down ideas and then you know write down under it why it's a bad idea or why it won't work because even just thinking about those kind of steps can really help you when you like actually do it. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with PR and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And by the way, that's JLD in PR, Puerto Rico. So head over to eofire.com. Just type Peter in the search bar and his show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. 
And Peter, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Cheers. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Peter today. And everyone's scared of losing. But in my book, I teach you how to finally win. Yay. (laughs) Visit howtofinallywin.com. That's howtofinallywin.com. And learn how to create your dream life one step at a time. I will catch you there, Fire Nation, or I will catch you on the flip side.